Vaughn Armstrong, Admiral Forrest, and many others from Enterprise and many others. And you are listening to Trekmate. We are Trekmate. Lowering your iPod is radio time. Your enthusiasm and passion on Star Trek will be added to our own. Resistance is futile. Space. The final frontier. These are the voyages of the Trekmate podcast. Its continuing mission to entertain, enlighten, educate, and talk all things Trek. To boldly go where no podcast has gone before. Make it so. Prepare to attack all hands battle stations. Don't worry, we will get to the bottom of this. All I ask is a tall ship and a star to steer by. I don't want excuses, I want answers. Am I authorized to enter the neutral zone? How do you think that tells me about your character? Captain's log, stardate 3541.9. Program complete. Enter when ready. Hello and welcome to Trekmate. My name is Wayne Emery. Now, as you guys uh, may have noticed over the last few weeks, there has been a little bit of a uh, removal of myself from the main show. This hasn't been down to any preference uh, of my own. This is simply down to the sleeping habits of our uh, new daughter, which has caused uh, just uh, conflict in scheduling, which means that when the guys, uh, when we would normally record, Freya has decided she doesn't want to go to bed till sometimes one in the morning, which has left uh, it just a bit difficult to uh, time up with Paul and Mark. So rather than get all stale and rusty, I have been offered by a very special somebody to actually put together a midweek show that I think would be quite interesting. So this midweek show is going to be called Creating a Trekkie. And the uh, lovely somebody that's going to be joining me for this each week is going to be none other than Mrs. Leanne Emery. Hi. So obviously this is something totally out of your comfort zone, huh? Yes, this is. The reason why um, I told you to do the mid the midweek podcast was because I've had enough of every day you saying to me that you've got no one to podcast with because of Freya. So I agreed. Well, that's the thing. It's, it's a question of even though my schedule hasn't necessarily met with other people, seeing as we live together, we're, we're pretty good at uh, actually having a little bit of time when the kids are asleep, whether that's in the middle of the day or at half eleven at night. So uh, I think it's going to be a, an interesting ride because if uh, nobody's actually ever heard uh, me discuss earlier before, you're not a Trekkie. No, I'm not, no. So what would you say is your level of knowledge with regards to Star Trek? Zero, but I have watched one episode 
disaster years ago. And why did you watch that episode? Because there was um, the little girl stuck in the lift with Picard called Mm -hmm. Erica Flores. And uh, she was from Dr. Quinn. (laughs) Now, that's quite a good point, really, that um, I think we should touch on. So, if Star Trek hasn't been your cup of tea, what normally is? What what is the viewing habits of Leanne Emery? CBeebies. (laughs) (laughs) Currently both... EastEnders, that's the only... Things I watch <laughs> at the moment, it is yeah, yeah true. But historically, uh, Doctor Quinn, Doctor Quinn, Medicine Woman, mm-hmm. uh, Touched by an Angel. Yeah, you do enjoy programs that, as, as well as that, EastEnders. You enjoy programs that have like that uh, character progression, and yeah. you see them like uh, rather than going like just between different situations you like to see them grow as it were yes okay that would initially make me think that i should start you with deep space nine because that's uh, a series that is set on a space station mm-hmm. and you it has a lot of continuation throughout the stories mm-hmm a part of me is a bit conflicted on where to start you because I also know that out of everything you probably know more next generation characters than anything. If if, if just from being in the same room as me when we're when I, I'm watching TV and we're watching Next Generation or anything else. I, if if you, if I had to say name a Star Trek character, it'd probably be from TNG, wouldn't it? Because name name some of the characters that you know. Spock, Data, uh, the the woman we met today. <laughs> Can't remember her name though. <laughs> Deanna Troy. That's the one. Also, you know Patrick Stewart. Yes. Yeah. And I can't think of his name either. The one who plays Quantum Leap. You're on about Captain Jonathan Archer from Enterprise. Yes. Yes. Also known as Sam Beckett from Quantum Leap. Yeah, that's the one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've been trying to think about how to best introduce you to Trek. I was wondering whether I should pick the odd show from each different series. But then you're not going to really get to know the characters. You're the expert. You no, no. you tell me. What would you rather do? Because obviously, if I'm taking an episode... Why don't we start from the beginning? You don't want to start with TOS. Well, as I said, <laughs> you're the expert. I have no idea. Because it, for somebody who's never watched Star Trek... I love the original series. But for somebody who's never watched Star Trek well, ever... Well, me. Yeah. You think I'd lose interest and that'll be it. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to be better off sticking from the next generation later. The original series movies definitely would be worth showing you. Mm-hmm. But would you rather me take bits and bobs from all over the place or would you rather get to know the characters? I think you're the expert and you know me well. Would I get bored? 
Would I not? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, I think we should try and stick to one series. And then if you do slowly become bored, I can try and cons- <laughs> I can try and compensate for this and uh, switch it about a bit with what series you're watching. So I think seeing as you know more Next Generation characters than any other series, we should probably start with Next Generation. Okay. Okay, because I know that you do have some, not background knowledge, but... When you was growing up, the original series was sometimes on your TV. Yeah, it was, but I never paid no interest in it. It's like they would turn it on the TV and I'd just go upstairs. It, I wouldn't sit and watch any of it. It never grips you? No. Yeah, I can't blame you. For a kid, TOS is a hard watch. <laughs> <laughs> also, I think it might be a good uh, idea... Seeing as this is uh, something totally new for everyone, every anyone who's listening to this knows who I am and knows uh, what I do and about me. Uh, it might be a good idea to just uh, let people have like a slight insight into your life, because obviously you are the wife to one of the most fantastic men that ever walks this earth. Yeah, but you never came out with that you like Star Trek this much until halfway through our relationship. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> yes. No, not at all. Okay, then. How can you say that you were super- Okay, which point are you referring to? Are you thinking that from when I started the podcasts... That's when you started to grasp how much I liked it, or was it before then? The podcasts. Yeah, I know that you liked Star Trek. You, you couldn't miss it. You walk into your bedroom when you're living at your mum's, and the whole wall on one side of the room was completely full with Star Trek DVDs or VHSs. How was that for you, the first time that you... Well, you never... <laughs> because I was a bit we, shocked. <laughs> we, we met each other in college back when we were 16. Yep. So we met each other a long time ago. I'm I'm sorry, sweetheart. There's there's no hiding your age because everyone knows how old I am. So if they know that we're both sixteen, <laughs> uh, we're both twenty one now. So <laughs> obviously, we spent a year and a half together. Yes, but in that year no. and a half, you never revealed that you was into Star Trek. You know, I knew that you was into video games, but not Star Trek, until I walked into that bedroom. <laughs> and that was four years later when we started seeing each other. Yeah. <laughs> because it was quite a random thing, really, how we got together. Because it was it, just by chance that I called you and you, for some unknown reason, was interested. <laughs> so, so I I don't know what was going on in your mind in Me that either. instance. <laughs> but then after seeing each other for a little while, it was that first visit to my house. Yeah. So what was your initial reaction to because literally I because I was the youngest child, I had two bedrooms. I had one sitting room and one bedroom. And in my sitting room, 
I had made shelving from the floor to the ceiling. And on one side of the room, it was all computer games. And on the other side of the room, it was all Star Trek videos. And then where I had my big TV in the middle of the uh, third wall, I then had shelves with action figures and with ships and all that. So at that point was alarm bells ringing. (laughs) I was like, wow, you really like Star Trek. (laughs) So how can you say that I've misled you in any way until... Well, we've been together before then, about four years. Uh, What, before I started podcasting? Yeah. Yeah. And I knew you liked Star Trek. But Mm. then when one day you turned around and said to me, oh, I'm doing a podcast with Paul. I was like, what's a podcast? So you turned around and told me it's just where you two are going to sit there talking over microphones. I thought, okay then, one-off thing. Mm -hmm. A year and a half later, you're still there. Yeah, and you dragged me around near enough the cunt like what well, whole like Hertfordshire and everything looking for these. <coughs> you know, I agree with you there. All these um, Star Trek people. Yeah, well, to be honest, that's something that is quite important to gauge as well. Is you're someone that doesn't really get the geek fandom aspect? No. No, I don't. What's the most that you've ever really got into any sort of franchise or... I haven't. I'm really... I don't... No, I'm just... Well, since having Amy... Oh, since having Amy, neither of us are fucking into anything, hardly. It's hard to explain because... But before then, there was never any sort of TV show that would have an effect on you that would make you want to... No, it's not like what you like doing now where Star Trek is basically you eat, drink and sleep Star Trek I'll just watch something and then if I get bored something else I'll just turn it over and watch something else I'm not particularly stuck on apart from Dr Quinn and Touched by an Angel I'll watch them Would you ever go to a convention to meet the actors from them shows? Probably Yeah Okay so maybe there is some sort of uh, line that you could draw a comparison. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from. Obviously, it's not something that you're personally into. No, no. We're going to change that. You really <laughs> reckon? <laughs> we'll try. We'll try. I, I at least my aim from this podcast. If I if I hit big and win gold, then I've converted you, and you'll want to turn on Star Trek. But that's your ideal woman, though, isn't it, Wayne? There is no such thing as an ideal woman. Because, no, I'll tell you this. When we first met, before I ever laid eyes on you, I'd always described my ideal woman as around five foot four, five foot five, maybe, brown hair, blue eyes, nice figure, decent-sized boobs... And I, uh, I just had this image in my head. And then when I met you at college, every single box was ticked except you didn't have blue eyes. No, I didn't. And then I stalked you for a year and a half. <laughs> yes, now that. 
<laughs> That's a story for another podcast. Yes, I don't want to. I don't want to go through that. <laughs> okay. So, Wayne, am I the guinea pig that you wanted? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I. I think that you are a perfect guinea pig because either way, I win. In, and and that's where I, I was going before uh, I digressed a little bit. Um, worst case scenario, things stay as they are. But then I would be even slight happy if I got you to the point of you didn't mind if I turned Star Trek on. Rather than you go, put something else on. Because I tell you one thing that we do enjoy watching. We have a fascination with little people programs. Oh yeah, we love them. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, both of us we're obsessed with reality little people program. No, that is something we do have in common. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I would say actually, being with you, you've probably changed my style of viewing more than I've changed yours because you haven't got big into sci-fi or animated programs or just the sort of things that I'm into where I very much have watched a lot more horror ever been since being with you because you was big into your horror. I was, yes, until I fell pregnant with Amy. And now you can't watch it anymore. I can't watch it anymore, no. And now I absolutely love it. So, And also, uh, before I got with you, I never touched anything musical. Did you not? No, I never really touched anything musical. It, I, it just never clicked on my radar. Where now we... Uh, we went through all of the high school musicals. Oh, Ooh. yeah. I forgot about that. We're Sound of Music, King Sound of, <laughs> Yeah. We absolutely love Glee. Yep. Another programme that we do share is uh, Walking Dead. Yes, we do, yeah. Yeah. But I didn't convert you to watch sport, though, did I? No. No. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I found one of them women that likes sport. And rather than marrying someone that actually likes sport as well and would have appreciated that aspect of your, of your relationship, you picked the one bloke that was like, oh, I, I don't care. You're true. But you would sit there and watch a match if I wanted to. Yeah. yeah no, you were I, good like that, like I let you watch an episode of Star Trek. The difference is I don't start ironing whilst you're watching football. No, but you used to play with your PSP. No, I would ha- I've how many times have I sat there and watched an episode uh, watched episode fucking a match of something and just watched that match loads sometimes yeah but you always used to get out a PSP or your Nintendo and look at you now you whack on an iPad well yeah yeah and you'll sit there on Facebook talking to people going like I'm watching shit on TV <laughs> No, I don't say things like that. <laughs> I just sit there quietly and just get on with what I'm doing and you watch what you do. Yeah. And even though we share that space, I think it would be nice to actually 
both actually be engaging with it the same way that we do with Walking Dead. Yeah. So, okay, I've decided. What? Seeing as you know more TNG characters, we'll start with Next Generation. Okay. I will rewatch Disaster with you at some point. Mm-hmm. Because it's a it's a fun episode, good character development for uh, Troy. Uh, you also get see some fun scenes with Keiko and Worf, and uh, Picard as well. But I think the next generation, each series, mainly revolves around its captain. Yeah, and Patrick Stewart is an absolutely fantastic captain. Mm-hmm. And I think it would be good to show you an episode that gives you a little bit of background on that captain. Yeah. So I think we should watch an episode called Tapestry. Yeah. Which, um, are you familiar with Q? No. The character Q? No. Okay. Um, I'll just uh, explain because I'm... Otherwise, I'd have to get you to watch Encounter at Farpoint. Um, Q is a godlike character that is from an alien race called the Q. And he has powers of manipulating space and time and awareness. He, he claims to be a god. I believe he's a god. Mark would argue that. Um, Why do you believe he's a god? Because he can do everything that a god can. So if he can, if it, if it looks like a god, smells like a god, acts like a god, it's probably a god. <laughs> I'll let you know. <laughs> uh, but when when Mark's in the firm camp of no, he's just an advanced alien. <laughs> but don't worry. Uh, Mark also believes Data's got a soul, so he's crazy. So you've got this Q character, and he um, shows Captain Picard something that he could have changed in his life. So it's a fun episode. Okay. And I'm looking forward to showing it with you. So what do you think... Obviously, you're being dragged into this podcasting world, kicking and screaming... But it was actually your suggestion. So what do you feel that you're going to personally benefit from? No, go on. From you, stop moaning. (laughs) (laughs) I've had enough. Okay, fair enough. So what has it been like for you? Obviously, we did go quite a few years where... Like the geeky colours were under the like they were hidden away in the closet until I started podcasting. How was it for you transitioning to that? It was alright at first. It was alright at until, first. Until like you started getting I don't know. It was until Mark joined, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> And the rest. And the rest. No, well, that's 
Come we, on. When we was at the, uh, our niece's 21st birthday party, yeah, I didn't realise how many podcasts there was until Paul was sitting opposite me saying there was about seven at the time, six or seven. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I knew two. Yeah, but this, yeah, but what you've got to realise is I, I'm obviously not on all of them. Yeah, so I know that. So these are but all different up, guys. Yeah, but you have set up this whole chain of podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. It's fantastic. Well, my being your world. Yeah, no, and it's it, that's just saying that I personally wanted to try and make. So the, the Trek you, Meet family. So are you going to get any more? Are you making any more podcasts, or is this going to stop? Well, you have just created a new podcast. Well, that wasn't my fault, was it? <laughs> <laughs> it was your fault because you sat there moaning to me every single day. It ain't my fault that Freya decided that she wanted to go to sleep at one o'clock in the morning. I try keeping her awake all day, but you can't tell an 11-week-old baby when to go to sleep. No, you can't. You can't. But the thing is, is that now that... Uh, even if Freya ends up getting on a similar sleeping habit to Amy, you're now committed. No, I said to you that I won't do the podcast until Freya decides to go to bed early. And then you can go back. But I think you might actually enjoy it. Do you think? <laughs> we'll soon yeah. see. We'll soon see. So, and ignoring the how many podcasts that we've got. Yeah. What has, well, no, actually, that has some things to do with it, I guess, as well. What has it been like for you since we have gone from this one podcast to this whole family, this whole network, that now it's not just podcasts. We're news, we're articles, we're... You have done really well for yourself. But? But I'm just getting dragged to every single thing. When there's a Star Trek actress or an actor, it's like, oh, look, honey, we're going here this weekend. I'm like, where are we going? Manchester. Why go to Manchester for? To go and see a company. Marina, Marina Sersis. That's the one. And I'm like, what for? Because I've got an interview with her. 12 minute interview. And I travelled three hours, 10 minutes there and back. So yeah. six hours and, tw- and, ten- and 20, 20 minutes. Yeah. No, we, it, I am eternally grateful for how patient you are. And it, it does mean a lot. It does mean a lot. And I think that. To be honest, honey, doing this podcast has opened up a lot of doors for a lot of us to have experiences that we wouldn't have necessarily had. Like, Star Trek London was a huge thing for everybody. And that wouldn't have been possible if Paul and I hadn't have picked up the mics a year and four months ago, or whatever it was, two months ago. So uh, it's it's definitely created a lot of opportunities, and I think it'd be nice if uh, we did get you into the like into Star Trek that you could almost become a part of that community. We'll see. We'll see. I'm not promising anything, Wayne. By Star Trek yeah. London 2013, are we going to have you in a uniform? Uh, no. 
It was quite funny today when we was meeting Marina Sirtis. It was at the most random place. It was at a a caravan and motorhome exhibition. So there's hundreds and hundreds of caravans everywhere. Thousands upon thousands of OAPs. We were by far the youngest there. (laughs) And uh, then we're sitting down waiting next to the caravan that had been kitted out with nacelles and a saucer dish. Uh, for my interview with Marina and um, there's a whole bunch of guys dressed in the Starfleet uniforms and my wife being as tactful as ever (laughs) what was your words? I said Wayne how long is this going to take because when I look to my left it's like I'm in a care home and when I look to my right there's a bunch of weirdos (laughs) All because they've got uniforms on. No, you should have heard the conversation. They didn't think they was in this world. Okay, yeah. That, okay, there are some fans that take things slightly more. They're all about spaceships. And I was just like, That's, that is weird. And one of them did actually say to you, Did you just call us weirdos? Yeah, this woman, uh, she came over to me and just asked me, did, Was that right? Did I hear you call us a bunch of weirdos? And I said, Yes, I did. And because you walked into the caravan to go and have your interview, I said, and so is he. And and then when she asked me, did I know you? I said, unfortunately, it's my husband. (laughs) (laughs) But it was at that same moment that you thought about podcasting. Yeah, actually, yeah, it was. I sat there when he was in the interview, sitting there feeding Freya, and I thought... Wayne's always moaning that he can't podcast that night anymore. So I thought i help him out because he couldn't find anybody. And I think personally you were sitting there and you watched all of these people in uniform and you said, do you know what? I think I want to be one of these weirdos. <laughs> no, Wayne. <laughs> it's just to help you out. <laughs> okay. Well, I love you eternally for doing this with us, hon. And when we come back next week, we would have watched Tapestry, and hopefully you would have enjoyed it. It's a, it's one of my favourite episodes. And um, I think that is going to be about it for this week. If people want to give any feedback, you can tweet us at Trekmate1701. Or you do actually have your own Twitter account, don't you, honey? Uh, no, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore? <laughs> not anymore, no. I found Twitter quite boring. I could, prefer Facebook. Could, could, you couldn't get on with... Uh, no, I couldn't work out what was what. 160 characters. And it took me quite a while to get into Twitter as well. I can, I can understand why you struggled. Yeah, I do prefer Facebook over Twitter. Yeah, so you can either tweet us at TrekMate1701 or at WayneTheGame. And you can email uh, trekmate1701 at gmail.com or uh, trekmate at trekmatefamily.com. So, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for podcasting with me, honey. Say goodnight to everybody. Bye. And until next time, that's Trekmate. Captain, I suggest the Vulcan Mind Probe. Tell me how your planet Vulcan looks on a 
lazy evening when the moon is full. The Vulcan has no moon, Miss Uhura. I'm not surprised. Life, live long and prosper. Yo, I'm running through these corridors on fire. Hanging with Kirk Homie, no, I cannot be a liar. We party spot. Yeah, that's the crew I'm serving. Let's buy the Enterprise now. Stop that swerving. Hey, party spot is on the ship tonight. Everybody have a logical time. And he's gonna make you lose your mind. Everybody make the ball get. Every day I'm shuttling. Shuttling, shuttling. Be my fast and be the first one to make me share this glass. Rob me a mail, don't be mad. Now stop. Emotions are bad. Trouble is up to ahead. Holy going Don't mess bed. around. We just want to see more now.
You'd make a splendid computer, Mr. Slot. That is very kind of you, Captain. Are you trying to be funny, Mr. Slot? It would never occur to me, Captain. You've been listening to the Trekmate Podcast, part of the Trekmate family. Write to us today at trekmate at trekmatefamily.com and beam on over to the website at trekmatefamily.com. That's trekmatefamily.com. Don't worry, we will get to the bottom of this. All I ask is a tall ship and a star steer by. I don't want excuses, I want answers. Am I authorized to enter the neutral zone? How do you think that tells me about your character?